As one of our native wildlife's most recognisable animals, the badger has become an icon of the Great British countryside. Yet while many take pleasure at glimpses of these magnificent creatures, there are those for whom the badger is seen as a pest to be rid of. Few, however, would dream of taking part in organised animal cruelty against badgers for their own enjoyment. As this month's RSPCA podcast reveals, though, there is disturbing evidence to suggest illegal badger baiting and the deliberate interference of badger sets is on the rise. This is a, it's an epidemic and we need, we need to try and work to try and stop this New figures released by the RSPCA show a shocking increase in reports of badger crime to Britain's biggest animal welfare charity. Reports of badger set interference have more than doubled in the past five years, while the number of calls reporting badger digging or baiting leapt from 56 in 2008 to 89 in 2009. But what is it about badger baiting and badger digging, and why is it illegal? Chief Inspector Ian Briggs has been a member of the RSPCA Special Operations Unit for 13 years and has become a leading expert on bringing those responsible to justice. Sorry, badger digging and badger baiting are two separate types of offence. Badger baiting is, is an age-old um, offence where people would remove badgers from, from their set uh, take them to another location and then use them in um, in a, a, a pre-constructed pit area, which is a, basically a fighting arena. Um, and the, the badgers would be placed in there, dogs would be then put in with the badger, and they would then bet on, on the outcome of the fight between the dog or dogs and the badger. Uh, that's an event that you tend not to see happen so much now, although it, it does feature occasionally. The more predominant uh, activity is, is badger digging. Now badger digging is where groups of men go out uh, in early morning uh, or during the day and they'll take with them uh, dogs, a, a dog or num a number of dogs. What they'll do is then target a, a set that they've previously identified. They'll get a terrier, um, generally sort of a Patterdale or a Lakeland type of terrier uh, they will they'll put on the terrier uh, what's called a transmitter collar. Now that's a, a small uh, radio beacon uh, which fix, fixes to the terrier's collar. They'll put the dog into one of the set entrances and the dog will then crawl through uh, the tunnel network into the centre of the set, obviously following the scent of the, the badger. Now the badger is, is not ordinarily a confrontational animal, so what it will do is retreat into the into the, the tunnel network uh, and as the terrier progresses forward the badger then retreats further and further until it eventually it will put itself into one of its either breeding chambers or what is called a, a stop end which is a, a, one of the tunnels that isn't quite finished so in effect the badger is then cornered in that area of the set and the dog will then obviously approach the badger and at this point you can have two types of terrier, what, uh, what are referred to as soft or hard terriers. Uh, a soft terrier will basically corner the badger in that area and just bark at it. Uh, and the badger, obviously being afraid, will, will sort of just carry into the corner. Uh, a hard terrier will actually engage with the badger and will fight with it. And because of the way the badger is uh, within the tunnel, it, it t tries to curl into a, into a ball. Uh, and the terrier bites it, but then the badger will strike back at the terrier, uh, and so they get engaged in this in this fight. Uh, 
the, the transmitter collar on the terrier is, is transmitting a signal, which the, the digger, who is above ground or on top of the set, he has a uh, receiver box which emits a series of clicks. Uh, and the closer the box is to the, to the collar, the, the more frequent the clicks are. So the, the digger then locates the rough area of where the terrier is and the box will give him a, a rough estimate of how deep they are. What he will do then is <clears throat> he will dig down in that location and that's, that's a thing known as uh, crowning. So he'll crown down into the set what he'll do is he'll he'll emerge, uh, sorry, he'll breach the the tunnel that the dog is in behind the dog. Uh, what he'll do then is remove the dog, and remove the badger. And at that point, um, the badger can be dispatched in a number of ways. They may shoot it, they may stab it, or they may set a number of dogs on it. Um, that's often a way of of bringing on younger dogs. Uh, you, you, if you've got a, a new you know, un untested dog, they'll they'll put it in a pack of um, terriers and, and what are called long dogs, which are lurchers, that sort of thing, uh, and they'll basically put uh, a group of dogs onto the badger to to maul it uh, until obviously the badger dies. But why would someone choose to inflict such cruelty on a specific type of animal, though? What is it about the badger that attracts such a barbaric fascination for many people? The badger isn't an endangered animal. What it is, is a massively persecuted animal. It's these people for, get some sick enjoyment out of just going out there and killing these animals for no reason. They don't eat it. Uh, they're not performing any sort of pest control or anything like that. They do it because they like to pit their dogs against what they see is, um, as Britain's toughest mammal. You know, badgers are a difficult animal to, to kill uh, and they, they see it as, as a, a trophy for their dogs. If they can then go away and, and brag about it to their friends that they've got a particularly good terrier that is, is good on badger. Uh, and, and they like to talk about that amongst themselves and, and there's no other reason for them to do that at all other than for their own enjoyment. It isn't just badgers that suffer a result of badger digging and baiting. The dogs used often come away with horrific injuries that rarely receive proper veterinary treatment for fear that the criminal activity will be exposed. They also take an enjoyment in the injuries that the dogs suffer. They'll even refer to them as medals. Now, the dogs uh, suffer these huge injuries from fighting with badgers because of the strength of the badger's bite and the way that it fights in the tunnel network. The dogs predominantly get injuries around the lower jaw area and that often results in an injury called what's called a degloving. So if you imagine taking your chin uh, and ripping the skin away from your jawbone, in effect that's what happens to the dog. Uh, and they, they will boast about that, they'll post photographs of it. Because of the type of injury they can't often take it to the vet because to anybody who knows it, that sort of injury is apparent. Um, as to what the dog has been involved in. So they'll try and self-treat, you know, they'll, they'll do some rudimentary veterinary care on the dog, give it some painkillers, um, let the dog rest for a few days, but then you can guarantee it's back out, it's back into a set, these old wounds get reopened up, um, you know, get all the, the related infections that the dogs get from being underground, and uh, and eventually what happens is the skin all dies away. So in effect, you end up with a dog with, with absolutely no skin on its lower jaw. Uh, you know, the, the, the injuries are absolutely horrific. And yet these people, again, show 
no regard for the badger. They show no regard for their dog. In fact, if anything, they enjoy their dog getting injured. The latest to find himself successfully prosecuted of badger crime by the RSPCA was Paul Billington of Rosset, North Wales, who was caught in the act of digging a badger set near Whitchurch, North Shropshire, in May 2008. Billington was filmed, along with Gerard Monk of Lancashire, by covert RSPCA inspector as they dug into the active badger set in secluded woodland before they realised they were being watched and fled the scene. Alright mate. Alright mate. Don't think so. Pardon? Don't think so. Despite being found guilty at a trial along with Monk in September 2009, Billington chose to appeal against his conviction. However, this appeal was dismissed at Shrewsbury Crown Court on 6th of August 2010 and his conviction of six charges, including attempting to kill or take a badger, digging for a badger and interfering with a badger set by causing a dog to enter the set, were upheld. Both men were given four-month custodial sentences suspended for 18 months, along with five-year bans on keeping dogs in order to complete 200 hours of community service. Yeah, this, this case was... Uh was a perfect example of, of how the RSPCA could proactively target uh, these badger diggers. Based on intelligence that we were receiving at the time, it took a number of months uh, and, and was a, a, an extensive man hours. Um, but what we did was we were able to uh, observe him and we were able to, to video him as he, as he was digging the set. And that then later led to his arrest and Mr Billington's arrest. And, uh, and the subsequent court case. But the evidence that was obtained during the um, Special Operations Unit operation uh, was invaluable. You know, I, I believe that's what, that was the sole thing that led to the, to the, uh, the guilty verdict at court, because it was damning. You, know, you had clear video evidence of these two guys digging into a badger set. The, the, the set, the damage they'd done to the set was all videoed afterwards, which showed the courts what these guys actually get up to. The, these guys are obsessed about what they do. Um, they've often done it from, uh, from a young age. Their fathers have done it and their grandfathers have done it. So they see it as, as almost their right to do what they do. I think the more prison sentences that we can, um, that we can obtain from the courts, that will send out the right message that it's no longer acceptable in this day and age for people to just go out as they choose just targeting wildlife just for their own enjoyment but it is an uphill struggle they just won't accept it it goes back to the thing that the dogs are doing what they enjoy badgers are pests i'm doing a, um, i'm doing a landowner a favor or you know doing the countryside a favor it, it's all rubbish um but it's getting across getting across to them that they, they can't do this anymore it is illegal uh, and the dogs suffer massively which they at the moment just do not accept. Um, but the more cases, the more successful cases we can bring through court, and the more people they get sent to prison, and hopefully the message will start to get through. With the number of calls to the RSPCA reporting badger crime on the increase, there are concerns that more and more people are venturing into our countryside with the sole purpose of inflicting organised cruelty on these animals. But why now? And does the increase in reports really mean that badger crime is on the up? Badger digging calls fluctuate. Uh, from year to year, some years you won't get so many, other, other years you'll, you'll have a massive increase. I think a lot of it is down to public perception at that time, oh, sorry, public awareness at that time. Uh, you know, the public become more and more aware of different types of criminality involving animals, 
and, uh, and when people are out walking in the country on a weekend what what the week before they would see as just a group of men walking with dogs something will be publicized a case will be publicized and then a week later they'll see the same thing and to them it, it it now becomes suspicious so they will flag that up you know they'll come across sets that have been attacked and uh, and they're now aware that there are groups um, within the police and the RSPCA and badger groups that will take an interest in the information that they can pass there, there is something you can do with that information if you get it to the right people there are a lot of things going on in the background that are um, leading us towards that, that end goal where we can actually um, say that we are making a dent in this. Um, we're not there yet, um, but at, at the moment, anything that comes in, we will actively work on it and we will try and um, get a similar success to, to what we've got with the Monk and Billington case. That is ultimately what we're aiming at. Uh, and I think given time, we will get there. This is, it's, it's an epidemic and we need, we need to try and work to try and sort of stop these people doing what they do. Uh, to try and alleviate the suffering for both the dogs and the badgers. The RSPCA podcast will return next month when the spotlight will fall on another area of the society's work. But remember, if you suspect animal cruelty or wish to report an animal welfare emergency in England and Wales, the RSPCA is on hand 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, by calling 0300 1234 999.